I first want to welcome, there's, there's a Ben Tyre who learned in Yeshiva from the really, really serious Ben Tyre that we've had in Yeshiva. Somebody who's in Kailal today and somebody who's just a, a sincere growing person, the real deal. The real deal growing person, Tzvi Kohn and his father. His father, Shlita Remich Kohn, is here. I want to welcome Remich Kohn to the Yeshiva. That's first of all. I want to say, I want to say, I want to describe all of you in the Gad Eretz Yisrael, and I beg you, please visualize this figgy. You're going to Gad Eretz Yisrael, Yosef Maish, and for the first times in your life, in Waterbury, people have many Siddharim. We typically go to a lot of Shiurim. The younger we are, my Rebbe holds as an example, Musser, for youngsters, the younger we are, we go to Shiurim. As we get older, we learn Musser on our own. The younger we got a longer Gemara Shiurim. As we get older, we do more on, on our own. Even in Waterbury, our own Chavrusas, typically in half hour with him, 45 minutes with him. You get older, you're going to be sitting across from a Chavrusa three hours a day. Maybe second year, third year, maybe even first year, some of us. Three hours a day, three and a half hours Chavrusas. I want the following thing to be. In yeshiva, we learn about authenticity, honesty, and sincerely seeking the truth. No pretend. Not to be a fake person. Our, our revolution against secular schools. Secular schools, the word contrived. Things are set up. You look like this. You stand here. You say this. I'll say this. Things are very set up. The word for Waterbury, the word for yeshiva is organic, is natural. There's honest discussion, there's honest conversation, there's honest feelings. A person to embrace honestly, not to hide, not to pretend. We live in a world, there's a rampant amount of shame, rampant. People from young ages, in fourth grade, guys have been exposed to stuff, and then they're involved in different types of behaviors because they're exploring, and then there's a sense of deep shame and then you cover it up. They're B'nai Torah with big payas, going like this. And they're living with profound shame inside. And it causes nightmarish behavior. Somebody who lives with profound shame is not going to be a good husband. Zero chance. It's not going to be a good father. Zero chance. And the one ticket to freedom is honesty. If a person expresses, I feel, I'm worried, I'm concerned honest conversation, and we learn that we're pure, we learn that we're good. Honesty and sincerity. When you have a Chavrusa Nachi next year, and I beg you, you will sit from a Chavrusa, you will meet people, you will meet people who are not melumid in honesty. There are plenty of people are, we're not, we don't have a monopoly. There's a lot of honesty out in the world. Baruch Hashem, there are many yeshivas. But unfortunately, there are some people afraid of honesty. It's scary to be honest. It's like, I don't want to go there. We cover, we run, we run from there. So you'll meet, you'll, you might have a chavrusa who's learning what you're trying to sound smart, trying to be a starkey, trying, if he, he like comes to say, they're like, he sits there and like a deer in a headline, he wants to be as smart as you are smarter. He wants to be the guy to make a good machlaikis. Then run up to the Rebbe, Rebbe, we have a kasha. And there's a lot of pressure like that to be smart, to say smart, to have a good... Ex- I want a guy who honestly, just honestly, tries to know what the Gemara is saying. Honestly tries to know what Taisvis means. Be in yourself. Don't be the smartest. 
Don't be the sharpest. Don't ask the best cash and share. An honest, honest explorer. What's Pshat? Try to get the Gemara. Try to get the Pasuk, what it's saying. Try to get the Taisvis. He's smarter. He's better. He's quicker. He's fast. The best Chavrusas in the world. The best one. It's the guy. Now, there's always natural. Like, you get into debates, you're learning. And two honest guys learn. You'll have natural debate. The best Chavrusa sits down and believes he can get clarity. It's not easy to get clarity. Gemara's hard. Rashi, Taisus, Rishonim, Achreinim. But in an honest pursuit of what the Gemara is saying, our guys make, the alumni of the yeshiva make the best Chavrusas in the world. Because you have a guy who's comfortable with himself and he's trying to get pshat. I think of Tzvi Eli Komen. I think of him. He's a very honest person who's been honest about his own journey, his own story, his own challenges, very, very not afraid of it, and very comfortable that we all have challenges. It just means you're alive if you have challenges. And the honesty allows him to learn in such a sincerity. You come up in the Gemara, you're such a good chavrus, you just want to know pshat. And you sit across somebody, it's a long seder, and a very real way, let's get clear. And then you sit with the Yechavrus and you talk about it. They read the Taisas better. And that's what I want from you going forward in the Seder. Don't prove, and sometimes you'll have a Chavrus that dynamic works, where you have a good Chavrus and together you discuss it. Sometimes you don't get, there's a guy maybe you think to alike, or other factors. But if two honest people sit by Gemara, not proving who's smarter, not trying to make ruckus at the Seder, but trying to get Hashem's Torah in an honest way. And I ask, he ask, what we have clear, we don't have clear. You add a reason to the conversation, bring the Rashba into Yechav Then honestly say over the Rashba. It's not who's quicker. Learn it honestly until I have it clearly. I could say over, each say over the Rashba to each other. Then add the Pnei Yeshua to the conversation. That honest experience is magical. When you force other things, there are people long ago, Miyayish, who've given up from clarity, given up from honesty. They sit down and they want to have like a crazy say. It doesn't work. It doesn't work. You need that guy who's comfortable, comfortable with who he is. That honest pursuit. I just think of Tzvi when I think of this, and it's an honor to have his father, Reb Mech, here with us. I appreciate that he sent his son to Yeshiva and allowed us to learn with Tzvi and to grow along with him. His journey was a, an important journey. Each guy who grows honestly is very, very powerful. The word like flipping out, all these types of unnatural, not organic type of growths are not impactful. But a guy who grows honest, working, figuring, developing, adding, it's powerful. This year, the Chevre here, the growth that's been here, anybody who's watched Ezra's year has been a serious year of growth. It's uplifting. His friends around him are uplifted. Viggy's like powerful ascent over the years has impacted us. It's pulled us up. There's something, anybody's watched Iron Schmel's process, Iron Schmel's honest, real process. It's a very powerful, the honest, true process is powerful. A guy flipped out in 14 seconds, he fell on his head and he becomes from? Somebody who skips steps is a sinner. That's not, I don't think that's the powerful system of growth. But um, I wanted to learn something with the Chevra that I started with Raifarkas with, with his shear this morning. I want to tell you a Chiddush. I want to share, tell you a Chiddush. I want to share something, and I'm curious if the Ilam's maskim. 
It's different than I ever thought about it before. I don't know I'm right. I ask you a favor. I'm very careful in this year. I, when we learn Tyra together, you, you're not at liberty to say whatever you want in Tyra. We're searching for the truth. We just spoke about an honest process of truth. You can say whatever you want. It has to be true. There's something Hashem said in the Tyra that I always thought one way, and I have another thought this year. It never hit me like this before. I want to share with you, but I don't know I'm right. I'm mocked him. I don't know I'm right. I'm sharing it. Bederich Efsher. The, the Psukim describe a fight in Parshas Emmer, a fight that I like studying. It's not a happy fight, but it's a fight that there's a lot to learn from. I can't stand fights. A Yid should never touch another Yid. It's Asa Daraisa. Don't lay your hand on another Yid. If you're a parent, if you're a parent, and you're not angry, L'Shem Shamayim, so then you have a mitzvah to hit your kid. If you're angry, you're not L'Shema, it's Asa Daraisa. Chavetz Chaim brings this, Rav Tzadok HaKoyim brings anything that's normally in Avera that you do, that there's a heter or a mitzvah to do, you have to be L'Shem Shemaim. We don't do Yibam today because we're not L'Shem Shemaim, the Gemara Yavama says. Ay, it's a mitzvah daraisa. A person's brother is Alman who has no kids. It's a mitzvah daraisa. We're not L'Shema, we don't do it because it's normally in Avera, Eishas Ach. It's only Mutter B'Makai Mitzvah when it's only mutter b'makay mitzvah, you have to be lishma. Normally, we have a rule on all mitzvahs mitayr shaloi lishma ba lishma, but a mitzvah that's normally in avera and only mutter here, you have to be lishma. To me, it's pashit that if you hit your kid with any anger, you just did this daraisa. You ate chazer, you ate chazer, you hit a yitz asid daraisa. If you l'shem shemaim, that means there's no anger. Speaking lashon hara. And it's a daraisa. Litoyelis, you're allowed. You have to be l'shem shemaim. Chavetz Chaim says if you're angry at somebody and you, you are waiting to get him back, you're not allowed to give shidduch information, even litoyelis. Because you're not l'shma. It's an avera l'shem hara. There's a heter, toyelis, you have to be l'shem shemaim. You're doing it for the right reason. So you hit your kid. If you're angry, don't touch your kid. Don't lay a paw on your kid. You have no right to touch him. You just ate chazer. You ate chazer mamish. If you're not angry, your kid goes in the street, you'll see one day. Kid Chasvashomi runs in the street. It's a very big mitzvah. Give him a little patch. He's young, it's hard to do. It's hard to do. But you give a little patch to your kid because if Molly goes in, Shua, none of this soft stuff, Shua. If Molly goes in the street, when she'll remember? When she'll remember? When she'll remember? It's hard to say in ages, according to their sharpness. Molly's very smart, I could tell, so younger than older. But if she, she goes by the street, don't, none of this soft stuff, Shua. You give her a little patch on her hand, but look very crossly. You're so soft and sweet, just a cross look. Molly, the street. She'll cry, she'll run, and you'll hug her, but she can't go in the street. She can't go in the street. So, but if there's, that's a mitzvah. But if there's anger involved, if you're angry at the person, you just ate chazi, you didn't, it's a daraisi, you weren't l'shem shemaim. So the bottom line is, fighting, hitting a person, it's asa to strike another yid, is asa daraisa. So fights are not very gishmak, there is surim. Maish Rabbeinu saw a yid raise his hand to strike another yid. He called him a rasha. To over a lav, rasha la masakir yecha. You're not allowed to touch another yid. It's asa daraisa to strike another yid. Comes, I don't know, the guys want to know about boxing, ask your local Orthodox rabbi. 
two guys are allowed to box. Am I allowed to be Michael the sister? So I'm letting you hit me. You can box. So we learned together with the Chevra Toysvis in um, Sukkah about jousting on Daf Memhei in Sukkah. It's a good shayla. It's a very good shayla. But certainly fights are not good zachim. Comes, comes this parsha. There's actually a fight. Parsha Emmer, There's a fight that actually I like studying, even though I don't like fights. But this fight is a lot to learn from. The combatants in this fight, on one side, in one corner, in the red trunks, there's a fight going on here. There are two combatants. Every fight takes two to tangle. There are two combatants in the fight. One guy, his mother is a Yid, and his father was a Mitzri. Now, in all our years in Mitzrayim, we are a very holy people, and we stayed away from Goyim. This is a very, very sensitive topic. Do you know the Goyim in our whole exile, are always trying to figure out what's the deal with the Yidden. It's one of the most sensitive topics in the Torah. Are we racist? Anybody who knows about the blood libel, the last, it's considered the last blood libel in Russia. Anybody knows the name of the Yid who was in the blood libel in Russia? Mendel, what was his last name, Chevra? Mendel... What was his last name? What was his last name? Chevrit. Mendel. The last blood lie. What am I if I'm drawing a blank? Drawing a blank. It's a famous blood libel in Russia, and the whole, ta- the whole Talmud went on trial. I'm forgetting his name right now. There are books on it. Bayless. Mendel Bayless? Somebody look it up. Mendel Bayless? No, Bayless are different. Was that Bayless? Mendel Bayless, the last blood libel. Was his name Bayless? Yeah. Yeah. Got it right, Baruch, Baruch Hashem. Okay, the mind isn't going. Mendel Bayless, Chevri, you gotta know stuff. What year, what year, what year? 1918? 1913. Chevri, I want you to be knowledgeable. No ignorance allowed. 1913, Mendel Bayless goes on trial for what's claimed to be a blood libel. Everybody knows that us Jews in our matzah put a Christian child at the blood of a Christian child in our matzah. Did we get it right, Remech? So everybody knows that Jews put, that's what the, that's what the Goyim used to say about us, Avi, that we bake the, in, in the matzah, we put, we put the blood of a Christian child. Now everybody here laughs. Everybody laughs. Never ever laugh at things you see in the world. I promise you what they're saying they say we put the blood of a Christian child in our matzah. So it's easy always to mock the world. It's not true. Chas v'shom, we would never kill a guy. The matzah represents our freedom from Mitzrayim. What happened by the matzah? We became Klal Yisroh. The guy says we shech their children. What the guy is saying, you can laugh all you want. There's a question about us. Do you look at us? You're the chosen race. You know what that means to the rest of us? That means we're like animals. You slaughter animals. We're not a human. They're saying something. It, it's easy to laugh at everything and anything, but it's very unsophisticated. And that in the trial, if you know anything about the trial, Big Adelim got involved. They actually got a Yid who knew a lot of Shas. They got a Yid who knew something. And they presented Gemaras that looked racist. One Gemara, Atem Kruyim Adam, you are called people. So the judge said, 
The Jews are called people, so what does that make Goyim? There were a lot of questions about Yidin, and this topic is a very, very sensitive topic that a Yid, what a Yid is, and a Yid remains separate from Goyim. I remember when we moved to Waterbury 21 years ago, there's a local paper, it's called the Republican American, Avi. Called the Republican American. The Republican American, I don't know if it's defunct or still around. I, it might have a reader or two, it's possible. And the Republican American was the local Waterbury paper. And they had articles about the Jews are coming, the Jews are coming. Most of the articles were wonderful. People showed me them. Most of them wrote they're very family minded, true. They're not very into crime. You know, Baruch Hashem, we don't do any holdups or any, they're not into crime, they're family minded. And most of the articles were like very exciting. When we came to Waterbury, every house was for sale, like in the city. In the whole Overlook neighborhood, houses were for sale left and right. There was a sense of very, like, like Waterbury did not have tremendous pride in the city. And, and Yidden came, there was a lot of excitement. Yidden are moving in, price of houses will go up, the economy will be rejuvenated. Mostly very, very excited. These are resourceful people, very industrious, they'll start businesses, all things that are true. In one article wrote, some writer wrote, she interviewed somebody, a local, and this local was like smarter than everybody else. This local said, I know these people. She said, we in, we in New England, Waterbury, Connecticut's New England, us New Englanders love having block parties. We make in the summer, they make a lot of block parties. She said, I know these Jews, they'll never join our block parties. She nailed it, she nailed it. And this question, she's mechavin to Haman, this intelligent lady. Am echad mefuzar mefurad there's one people, they're such separatists. If you don't, obviously the blood libel is sick and disgusting, but you never just laugh. Whenever you debate something, there's, there's, a, there's a system in debates. I want you all to hear this. I want to he- you to hear how unsophisticated people debate and sophisticated people. We obviously in yeshiva have a certain system in Chinuch. Whenever you make a debate, you can give the worst, we're talking about learning Bechavrusi, Aaron. You can give the worst side of the argument. If I want to knock a certain Chinuch system, I can pick the most dilapidated school that's falling apart and say, look at this, of course we're right. That's a pretend arguer. Very shallow, unsophisticated people debate like that. You mock the other side and you give the worst version of the other side and you say, you see, you can listen to Republican and Democrats. There are a lot of stupid Democrats. So you, you pick the stupidest one and you say, you see, they're just communists and you make fun. There are a lot of stupid Republican and you find the worst hater, the person who's an elitist and you say, you see, the Democrats say, you see, the that's always, you know a person's a very unsophisticated argument when they give the, it's called, I think it's called the straw man, there's a name to arguing like that. You hear somebody debate like that, you know they're not a sophisticated debater. A guy like David Holtzman who's sophisticated will present the best side, the best version against him. 
you want to knock a certain school system, visualize and picture the best version of school and now argue. If you're a Republican, give the best to the Democrats and argue. You're now a real person. You don't create the stupid other version and knock it. What's the best version? So when they have blood libels, there's obviously stupidity. We don't kill Christians. It's ridiculous. You're not very, very delicate, gentle people who are not violent. But they're saying something for a reason. And they're saying you guys are elitist. And that's what they're tying. You're the Amanivka, you're the chosen nation. So <clears throat> what's that with the rest of us? There are Yidin who are very uncomfortable. Amanivka, Hashem chose us. They get like so nervous from this concept. We are the chosen people. Now the reality is we stay separate from Goyim. It's a basic tenant of Yiddishkeit that a Yid should not mingle amongst the Goyim. That's, do you know we don't eat the bread of a guy? Pas akum, you're not, a guy cannot cook bread, it's perfectly kosher for you. Because a yid's not supposed to mingle with the guy. They're yayin. If any time a yid, pas akum's usher. The yayin of a guy. Don't confuse with pas palter. From a company is a heter. There's a heter, a goyish company, there's a heter, that's chadosh, different then. Pas akum's usher. Because you're not going to become friends, it's a company. So Pas Palter is the name for a Goyish company. That could be more to some people are mocked even not to do that. But a private guy bakes you bread is Asr, the Rabbanan Asr. The Rabbanan Asr because a Yid and a guy are not supposed to fabreng. A Yid should not be at a party with Goyim. Now it sounds, I remember years ago in the base Medrash, we had a dormitory. Right next to the dorm was an old Goyish grandmother. She was an old lady. She smoked a ton. And she was an old lady. There was a bacher in the dorm, started hanging out with her. And I knew, I told him, go away, go. I knew it was bad. He said, what's wrong? I'm smoking. Oh, she was smoking together. He was, mamish, being so firm. She's an old lady. I don't mean not to be nice, respectful, understanding, but you're not supposed to be best friends. It wasn't long he was going out, Rahman al with her granddaughter. And my chiddush to you is, he was dating her granddaughter not long after, who was a, was a non-Jew. And I want to tell you that when he was friends with her, he was hoping for that. He knows that a guy is less careful than a yid, and a yid will lie, no, I'm just chilling. You know them more hefker. You know they don't have the rules we have, and you're hoping for hefkeris. A yid stays separate from a guy. A yid stays separate. Now this, that we stay separate, so what are we, racist? We are here, you know, on our holiest days of the year, Rosh Hashanah, Yom Kippur, Rosh Hashanah. The day where Mam Hashem, you know, we daven for the world like crazy. We pray for the world. Do you know, what's the most important utterance of a Yid in his life? What's the line, like, any Yid at the time of death, all nonsense falls away, and what does a Yid say? You know what it means? Could I just allow me to learn Rashi with the Chevra? Avi, do you know what Shema Yisrael means? Avi, if you allow me to learn Rashi. I want to learn Rashi. Shema Yisrael. Hear my fellow Jews. Hashem Eloikeinu. Today is our God. But it will come a day Hashem Echad. The whole world will recognize Him. I just learned Rashi on the Pasuk. The Shema, our utterance is thinking about the world. Hashem Eloikeinu, today is our God, but will come a day Hashem Echad, the Goyim will see him too. 
we care about Goyim, we love Goyim, we value Goyim, we pray for Goyim, and we give our life's experience for Goyim. We're a light onto the nations. What's a Kayin, my friend? What's the job of a Kayin? What's the job? Yeru mishpatecha liyakov to teach the rest of the Jews. Teach Torah to Yidden. The main job of a Kayin is to teach Torah to Yidden. So a Kayin teaches the Jewish people. What's our nation called? The Mamleches. Who are we a Kayin to? The rest of the world. What a Kayin is to the Yid, a Yid is to the Kay. Our mission is to impact the world, is to raise up, and we have done so. The answer is by staying separate. By being loyal to our mission, we have changed the world. We, the world knows about one Hashem from Avram Avinu. The big, the, what's the best-selling book in the world? Our Torah. The Yid being loyal to Hashem impacts the world. The Yid being a sincere, authentic, tired Jew impacts the world. We have to stay true to our mission. Anti-Semitism was a gift from God. When did anti-Semitism start? What's Har Sinai? Another name for Har Sinai. Har Chayrev. From there, there came Chayrev. Chayrev means strife and fights. And from Har Sinai came, what Sinai means? Sinna. One's a Samach and, and Sin. But Misham Yarda Sinna. Anti-Semitism is Hashem's way in the words of Reb Chaim Velazhin. If the Yid doesn't make Kiddush, the guy makes Havdalah. If we don't live a true life of Avodah Hashem and we mingle with the guy, the guy separates us. He pushes us back. You're a Yid. You're a Yid. The word is that, of course, we value Goyim. Anybody who puts down a guy is terribly mistaken. He's defying a, mish- a Mishnah. I cannot stand racism. Can't stand it. Racism, you don't put down any guy in the world. Any, they're precious. You're defying a Mishnah. A human being is precious. A guy is chashev. A guy is extremely, extremely chashev. Now let's talk about the Banim of Hashem, the children of Hashem, that's Chaviva Yisei Renei Daslam. The Banim of Hashem, the children of Hashem. People put down a guy to like make room for a Yid. That's a big mistake. Raise up a guy and then a Yid. <laughs> you don't got to put down a guy. To be, a guy is Chashev. A guy Chaviva Na'adam, Shenivra B'Tselem. A Yid is Banim Lamakim, is a child of Hashem. The sugya of a yid is we care about Goyim, we respect Goyim, we actually have a mission to be a mamleches kayhanim. But the way we could be loyal is by remaining separate. If we mingle, we forget our mission. We don't stay true. By the way, any guy could become a yid. Don't get confused. Any guy is allowed to be megayer. This that we tell a guy not to be megayer is only we want to make sure he's real. Do you know why we're in Golis? We're learning Kedushin. Why are we in Golis, Chevra? To pick up Gerim. It's one of the reasons we went to Golis. It's along our journey to pick up Gerim. We accept Gerim. Many of our greats, Shmayavav Talion, we're Gerim. We have many greats who are Gerim. Many, many. By the way, we come from Avram Avinu, who's considered the first Gerim. So, Gerim are anybody's invited to be a Yid. They can also stay a guy and get Olam and get eternity and be wonderful, close people to Hashem. The goal of a Yid is he stays separate 
and he impacts and has a massive impact on the world. But it must be from a place of staying separate, of staying true to his mission, to who he is. That must be from that place of staying true to who he is. Now, it says like this. It says that there was one lady in Mitzrayim. We stayed separate from the Goyim because we are Kedoshim. Kedoshim means Muvdalim. We stay separate. Living in Mitzrayim, a land of Znus, a land where the guy was enthralled with the Yid. B'nai Sada Laishur. Girls were in, wanted Yosef Tzadik would throw jewelry to get Yosef. The guy has always been intrigued by a Yid. There are Goyish girls in college who just want to find a Jewish boy. Because they're smart, they're nice, they're prestigious. The guy has always wanted a Yid. And in Egypt, the Goyim wanted a Yid, but Yidin stayed loyal. They knew who they were. They stayed loyal to their mission. One Jewish girl married a guy. One Jewish girl was Mizana. Loidiya Rashi says, Shvachan shall Yisrael. The Torah is telling us to praise the Yidin. Shehi levada isaizayna. She was the only one in Mitzrayim of millions of Yidin. Amongst Goyim who were looking to do Averis. One girl was Mizana. One girl was Mizana. This girl's name was Shalamis Bas Divri. Now I want to talk about the Jewish girl who was Mizana, and I want to speak about her name and something that hit me this year that I never had before, that I'd like to share with Yaki Blatter, Unzuch Sandanan. I want to share a new shout with you, Yaki. Who was this girl who was Mizana? So we're told two things about her. I'm going to be honest, it always confused me. Listen what we're told about her. What was her name? Shalamis Bas Divri. Now, a name is the essence of a person. You want to know who is this girl? We study her name. Remember, she's the only girl who was Mizana in Mitzrayim. She lived with a Mitzri. We're going to talk about her son in a minute. But the only one who was Mizana in Mitzrayim, she and this Mitzri fellow, this union that's not meant to be, she wasn't loyal to who she was, a Yid, who has to be Muvdalim, true to who you are. And she went to places she wasn't supposed to go and forgot her mission, forgot who she was. What was her name? Shalamis Pasdivri, Mayor. What Shalamis Pasdivri says, Rashi? Shalamis, Duhavis Pit Pita Shalom Alecha Shalom Alechem. She would Shayelis Bishloi Makol. She would say Shalom Alechem to everybody. Shalom Alechem, Shalom Alechem, Shalom. She greeted everybody. And Divris, she was a Debrana. She was a big talker. Medaberis and Koladam. She would speak to everybody. She's, so Shalom Mispaz Divri, she said Shalom to everybody. Divri, she spoke to everybody. And Lefikah Kilkala, and therefore she messed up. She lived with a Mitzri. Now being a pretty decently friendly guy, now you don't warp the Torah to what you like. You got to study Torah honestly. What's wrong with this girl? She seems sure. I would like read a shit. I would like pick the best guy in yeshiva. I'd say this girl's so amazing. She greets everybody. Very friendly kind of girl. And somehow the Torah criticizes Shalom Ms. Basdivri. She says Shalom to everybody. And she's Midaberis and calls. She speaks to everybody. Talking, 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 talking. What is, what's the deal? So when I was a younger, and I'm not denying the pshat when I was younger, she wasn't a tsanua. Tsneus! 
Oh, a girl A girl has to have a certain snius, and this girl's out there. She's out there. Now I want to explain to the chevra that's certainly true. One day you're gonna you're gonna look for a girl shadochim snius. But what is snius? Let's say you have a very friendly girl. She could be even loud. I read the book on Rebetzin Kanievsky. It's, it's, it's mind-blowing. I beg every guy here, please read the book on Rebetzin Kanievsky. It will blow your brains. The chesed I read about her, this summer, I beg you, you're looking for an activity. You're reading material. Call Shlomo Wilbur. You should get it for the library here. Totally, I recommend... Get the book about Rebetzin Kanievsky. I beg you, Shloyme, that book should be in our library. I should sponsor, I should put that book in the library. Rebetzin Kanievsky book, the kindness of this lady is, it will explode your mind. It's like biblical proportions. Nobody could be that nice. It's like, it's mind-blowing, the level of chesed. Now, she was friendly to everybody. Obviously, she was a tzanua. She was very outgoing, vivacious, friendly, amazingly bubbly person, friendly to everybody. Now, chas v'shom, there was no, there was cool light, but sneos. But she was very outgoing and friendly, remarkable. I reached out, it's so much to say. My mother was zeichet to as many ladies. My mother went into her and spoke to her. She was very friendly. What is this we're talking about? Shalom Aleichem Tevri, Shalom Mispas Divri. There's one lady who was different than all the other ladies. She's saying Shalom to everybody. She's Medaberes Makom. And speaking there right now, obviously there's a breach here. But I want to understand the breach of Shalom Aleichem to everybody, of speaking to everybody. What was at the core of this breach? I have seen girls that are quiet, that are not snoom. They're very quiet. Quiet, and they're not snoom. I have seen very loud girls who are tznius. When I bring out Rebetzin Kanievsky, she's warm, bubbly personality. She was a tznua. What are we talking about? What, I want to know, can anybody help me? I need Shua Ruth. What are we, t- who was, let's meet Shalamis Basdivri. What are the Torah telling me about her? She greets everybody and talks to everybody. Who is she? Who is she? What is this lady? I never understood it growing up. I had a certain picture. What is the picture of Shalom Divri? This one lady who says, Shalom Lakoil. She greets everybody. And that lady, that's like the Shairish. That's what Hashem wants us to know about her. What's her deal, Aaron? What's, some guys help me. I'm not bailing you out of this one. Who is she, Chaim Tzvi? Shalom Divri. What's... Who's the lady? What? You got to know. You're all headed to the parish of Shadochim. You don't want to marry Shalamis Basdivri. She's the, she's the lady who's Mizana to a Mitzri. She has some breach. And the tyrant defining the breach of this lady, she says, Shalom Lakol, and she's Medaberis Lakol. She greets every, everybody indiscriminately. She sounds like such a warm person. <laughs> Mayor, this would go high if I said about a girl, she's mamish friendly to everybody. <laughs> Givaldi quickly read the Shidduch. What is it? What's the breach? What are we talking about? Why is it not Sneas, right? What? Everybody's saying it's not a breach. No, I know. I'm, I'm asking. No, somehow there's some breach in Sneas. What is it? What is it about? Friendly outgoing is not a breach in Sneas. So what is it? 
What is this medaberis makol? What's happening? What's inside? What's inside of the sledge? She's friendly. She's warm. The wrong people she's friendly with. If the wrong people, so it's not the pshat, you're medaberis makol. The wrong times. If she's medaberis makol, nashim. So it's funny. It's funny. So maybe I should say, medaberis makol, at least keep it to the lady. She speaks to men. Also, like the wrong people. What's inside this lady who's greeting everybody, who's speaking to everybody? What is going on here? The focus is whether she's getting herself out there or she's giving cover to everybody. Where, where, where it's coming from? Is it coming from her trying to get herself out there that everybody knows her? Or is it the fact that she's giving her name out there? That's good distinction. Good distinction. One is a holy person who's encouraging everybody she meets. And one is getting herself out there to everybody. Good plan. Good plan. Have everything, this type of a you have everything, there's nothing to you. You're not, you're not that individual, you're not that separate. I agree, and I think this year a lot, I think a lot, who is this person running around with Daberis Makol, Shalom Makol, and I agree with Chaim Tzvi and Shua, who is this person running everywhere? Is somebody who, where are you? Where are you? You're searching. You're looking for something. You're trying. Like Chaim Tzvi described, the person's out there running. Where are you? What is your place? Who is your place? Where is your place? Rebbe Tzikhanievsky is a person who had a very defined, clear place. And from her place, she's amazingly friendly and warm and inviting to her place. The medaberis in makol, the picture I picture is who is you're out there. You don't have a place. You don't have a. a, a, a you don't have an amakim. Tsneus is a person who has an inner, clearly inner world, a connection to Hashem, a clear relationship to Hashem, a clear mission. Then certainly from that place you can say hello. I picture the Medaberis Meir Makol and the Shalom Lakol to somebody who's searching, who doesn't, hasn't really found their world, their mission, their tafkid, and is out there searching, out there finding. That's what I picture of Shalamis Pazdivri. She is the only one who was Mizana with a Mitzri. This lady who was out there looking, out there finding, is the lady who is Mizan, the only lady, Shalom is Pasdevri, Shalom Lakol, Medaberis Lakol, is Mizan. I want to say, Rabbi Isai, to all of us, all of us have a world that's made for us. We're born a Yid, with my parents, with my siblings, with my good things, with my challenges. From youngest of ages, the simplest Nisayan, from youngest of ages, is the grass is greener. When we're young, the other guy's parents are so much cooler. The other guy's siblings are so much cooler. That's a natural Yetzirah of a person. As we get older, it doesn't die. We just get more sophisticated and we hide those natural challenges. When we're younger, so we're like pretty open on his parents. We get older, it becomes sophisticated. The big person knows my wife is the only important Isha in the world. My children, 
my children, my wife. We have the exact children for us, exact. How many silly people, why can't you be like those guys, his children are so respectful. His children make him look so good. I don't know. My children are the children I need. With, my, with their midas, with their character traits, with my children, one of the most important parts of our life is to embrace my world, is to comfortably accept my world, my situation, my tafkid, my mission. It's interesting. The Sfas says, it says, Kedoshim to you, be holy. And Rashi says that Kedusha is precious menarayis is to be careful from bad relations. Explains the Svas Emes, Rashi says, whenever you find Kedusha, you find careful with Arayas. Arayas is the aside that there's a wife and a wife for me. And I don't go for somebody else's wife, for somebody who's not for me. My world, my person for me, my mate, my soulmate. That's what I'm focused, that's what I embrace, that's what I think about, that's what I care about, that's what I connect to, my world. Precious men Arias. Arias is that person who's not focused, who hasn't accepted and embraced my situation. He says, Kedusha comes from relationship to Hashem. He says, Be Kadosh ki Kadosh Ani, for I am Kadosh. He said, Kedusha is accepting who you are, your situation. He says, Klal Yisrael is Hashem's people. The Prushim in Arayas, who's not looking around for wives that aren't his, accepts his position as the Am Hashem. His place as the person who's meant to be Mekadashem Shemayim. Kikadashani. That's what the Sfasema says. Precious in Arayas leads to a person who accepts his position and his possibility of Kedashemayim. And then he's Mekadashem Shemayim with his father, with his sister, with his situation, his wife. I want to say, Rabbi Isai, that Shalom is Pazdibu's Medaberis Makoil, who doesn't firmly have her situation, her mission, her job. She's out there looking. She has a son, and it says about her son that he gets into a fight and he curses Hashem. Says Rashi, Vayetzei. Says Rashi, what does it mean by Yetzay? Says Rashi, Mehechon Yatza. Where'd he go out? Reb Levi Amar Me'olama Yatza. He left his world. Remember, his mother is out there, and she has a son who leaves his world. All fights are a person's not accepting his money, his situation. Somebody's being sticky finger, grabbing somebody else's money. Somebody's jealous of the cupboard somebody else is getting. Somebody. The world of fights is people not accepting my oilam, my world. This yid fights another yid. He's yatsa me'aylama. He leaves his world. The importance of us all, of every single one of us, embracing our world. I have the exact parents I'm supposed to have, and so do you. I have the exact siblings I'm supposed to have, and so do you. One day you'll have the exact kids you're supposed to have, the exact embrace accept, deal, figure the exact person for your shlemus. One day you're going to have a wife. She's the exact wife for your shlemus. Her good points are meant for your shlemus and her challenges are meant for your shlemus. She is the one for your shlemus. She is the one. That's a person who accepts their world, 
who has a world, who embraces their world, their tafkid, doesn't look at other worlds, at places that's not meant for them, firmly settled in their world, firm, firmly secure in their world. Shalamis Basdivri breaks those boundaries, and she has a son who's Yatsam in who leaves his world. He then, of course, fights with somebody else, a person who doesn't have a clear his own world. He fights with the next person. He go, breaks boundaries and borders. This guy, the story is, tried to live in a place that wasn't meant for him. Because they leave their own world, not accepting the conditions and the circumstance that Hashem handed us. All of us in our own life to embrace the circumstance and situations and precisely within the situations of our life. With my parents, resolving and working out my beautiful, wonderful parents. That's my felt. My siblings and working and accepting. I have the, the siblings that are meant for my shlemus. Dealing, understanding, resolving. That's my shlemus. This mid of embracing your world. I want to say, I was Zaycha, I'm Zaycha to live in Blurridge. And the first speech I ever gave, we were a fledgling community, we were just starting out. And I spoke to the community, the first thing I ever spoke, I was worried. You have a Jewish settlement, beautiful to have all from families. And you have house, house right next to each other. I was worried about people looking at somebody else's oilum, at a different person's world, his kids, his car. The first, speak, I, the first speech was about Sameach Bechelkei. Celebrating your own Chelek. Sameach Bechelkei. Your Chelek, your Chelek is meant for you. This Midah, focusing on your world. Being busy with your world. We've spoken in the past, Yosef HaTzadik, who's the first Yid in Galus. Yosef HaTzadik's in Mitzrayim and the entire country wants a piece of him. And it says his ayin was not zun. It does his eye was didn't take hana mimasheino shaloi, which that which wasn't his. It doesn't call all the girls of Mitzrayim arayas dvarim asurim shaloi. It's not mine. I want to be a person who has my world. That's not my world. That's not my world. I want to be a person. I don't want to have a breach. That's not my world. Even people go on social media. So people use words, pritzos, not sneos. I want to say, and it's better words, I promise it will be easier for you to hold out and for me to hold out, not to, it's not my world. Losers live out of their world. There's a Goyish thinker, Stephen Covey, and he says, he calls it a circle of influence. Successful people live in their world, unsuccessful people are busy out of their world. He says if you go to the meal of unsuccessful people, they're always talking out of their world. They're stupid principle. That's not your world. It's a place you can't control. He says if you go to the meal of successful people, you'll hear the conversation about things you can control. The conversation is areas we can control. Successful people are busy with my felt. The simplest thing to tell yourself on a, on a, on a, on a site, it's, it's not my world. I don't want to be a pretend, a fantasy person. I want a person to be powerful. Yosef HaTzadik, who has a world, and by the way, brings everybody into his world. A Rebetzin Kanievsky who has a world and everybody's invited in. From the place of a world, she greets all. 
from the very secured snails that there's a place, there's a mission, there's a focus, there's a connection to Hashem. From that secure place, she greets the world. But she has a place. She has a place. She has a mission. She's part of something. She, she has a situation that's exact. Embrace your world and all that entails. It entails looking at all the situations that Hashem handed you and knowing, I have what I need and I need what I have. This is my situation. This is my felt. This fight is the story of somebody, a lady who didn't have a world. She's out there, zoching, she's searching. And she has a son who doesn't have a world, who pitches his tent in somebody else's field. Make sure, don't pitch your tent in somebody else's property. You understand? If you go on certain sites, you're pitching your tent in somebody else's property. Don't pitch your tent in their property. Pitch your tent in your property. You have your world, your beautiful world. Embrace it. With your wife one day, with your children one day, and embrace your world. That's designed perfectly for you. Embrace it. With your financial status, with your social status, each of us with our conditions, you're so powerful if you embrace your world. But we pitch our tent in somebody else's property. That's a yitzanus. Somebody is yatsam in oilam. He goes out of that world. It removes a person from the world. What world? From their world. They're not in their world. Now you're busy with somebody else's world. Get busy with your world. Get busy with our world. I want the, the, the parents' day was gorgeous. It was magical yesterday. The response, the texts, and the guys themselves were there. It was electric. That was, that was magic in the air. The magic to me was seeing people bond with their parents. I had pictures in my mind. Mo Muller sitting with his parents was like gorgeous. Just sitting in the middle of the crowd, enjoying his parents. Mo Muller and his parents. The Hebrew people bringing, people just enjoying watching Yisrael. Watching Yisrael, I saw Yisrael before. Watching Yisrael Ashkenazi with his parents. Just seeing if I bring with his parents, seeing a family, if I bring, enjoying each other. My world, my parents, my siblings. In the yeshiva, we want to, per- we want to bring a person to his world, to, uh, to really understanding his world, working out in his world. My welt, my welt. I have the parents that I'm supposed to work out, figure out, resolve, get to a comfortable place. My siblings, one day my wife, one day my children. That's my world, embrace it. Unhealthy people are busy in other people's world. They're busy, tiny, I have such a parent, I have such siblings, I have such kids. That's a person who's Yatsa Minoy Lamai, who goes out of their veld. That leads just to fights and Mikal Hashem Rahman Lutzlan. The person who embraces, this is the veld, Hashem God, there's a master in the universe who gives me exactly the conditions I need for my shlemus. So he gives the parents, Hashem knows where we're supposed to get to. Gives us the exact parents to get us to our shlemus. The exact situation we're supposed to get to our shlemus. Embrace it. My situation. I don't, another one has his. He has his situation for his shlemus. We have been handed our perfect situation for our shlemus. That's a person who embraces his world or her, her world. My perfect situation for my shlemus, handed by Hashem. It's interesting that Kedusha, to be Kedoshim to you, is Prushim in Arayas. The Svasemis. A person, a person who's into Arayas doesn't embrace their world. They're looking, 
They're looking here, they're out of their world. They're pitching that tent. That's no Kedoshim to you. That's a disconnected person. To connect, I have to look in my world and keep away from a world that's not mine. Ayin is Zan I saw people yesterday building their own world. Each one. Each one with his, with his tent, with his camp. It says in the Midbar, the beauty of the Midbar, it says, is that the, the, the doors of the tents of each family weren't Muhammad Zek and It certainly means it physically, but let's not be so literal either, Rabbi Say. It says that the tents of the homes weren't lined up. You couldn't see in each other's houses. Now, certainly it means that literally there was a Tzneus. I shouldn't look in your house, you shouldn't look in my house. But if you only learn it literally, you're missing out. Of course, it also means on a deeper level. It means that the Pesach of each house wasn't in Negedzeh. So certainly it's inappropriate. You shouldn't see Yenagai in his gachkas. It's inappropriate. Don't look in Hezekriya. Don't look in his house and see him in his pajamas. But it also means in a deeper level, each family embraced their role and their mishpacha. The doors weren't near each other. Each mishpacha with my situation, learn to accept your situation, your journey, your childhood story, by the way, what happened in third grade, that was, that's all designed, you didn't have choices yet. It's all designed as part, and embrace your journey, the steps you need to take your journeys to be embraced. Not to try to live somebody else's journey, not to try to be yaitzem and koima, accept your... Everybody's medayik What's a person's chiv in his world? So I say to everybody, let's accept our world. Let's learn to grow and embrace our world. And when we embrace and grow, then our ma'aras surim shamadata. And our tent, and only our, in our cave, sham their world choir, our beauty, to watch Shemi Stelzer with his parents, with his mom and tata was... Tremendous. You're an amazing person, Shemi. Ashrecha, Ashrecha, Shems. To watch Shemela with his bitches. I enjoyed seeing Maishi Kalif sit next to his mama the whole time. It was, I, didn't, I didn't call it out. Luzi Blatter's father is with us. He was very, very sick. And we dive him for Luzi Blatter's father. See, Luzi. The chassan Luzi, the chevra Luzi was sitting next to his tata, enjoying the singing, enjoying the whole matzah together. It was delightful. To watch Aaron Schmel's parents cheer him on in the football game was great. <laughs> his father is such a good fan. His father's like, not making anybody look bad, but like whispering that ref, like, oh, come on. Didn't you? His father's like such a loyal, good fan of his son. No wonder he has such a good son. The fathers, to watch Avi Gross, that prince, to watch him with his parents. Your world. We had a few days ago, we were Zaychim, my old friend came to Yeshiva for the day. I watched Shloyma with his tata, it was delightful, delightful. To watch a fa- an Avi Bnoi, father and a son. Embrace your world, Chet. Embrace your world. Learn to build your world. Learn to accept your world. Learn to delve into it. We have to change the childish instinct. His parents are so cool that people who are 90 years old who still live with that childish instinct. It's the opposite of embracing your world, of Kedoshim to you, Prushim and Arayas. It's the opposite. That's a person who's looking elsewhere. His eye in his son, Mimashena Shaloi. 
Take on your felt. Take. I love this Shabbos. Shimon Friedman came with his parents. The, if you saw him just enjoying his parents, and parents enjoying him, no, nobody's pretend. There could be challenges and could be difficult situations, and learning how to accept that, and learning what it means. So what's what's the maximum, and where can I get there, and where can I heal from, and how can I get it to the best possible place? That's all, and I need that. I need that, even the most challenging. Some people could be listening now and say, I have a parent you can't connect to, very possibly. So even accepting and working through that, but it's a sugya that I embrace. It's not a sugya I ignore, it's not a sugya. So embracing that sugya is the sugya that changes my life. I have the situation I need, it's designed by Hashem. There's a chazal, A person is not noigeya, one to the other. I have the exact situation I need. Bainish, your parents look like they're having the time of their lives. Bainish with his tata, with his mama, excellent, excellent. Delightful. That was the highlight. The highlight of the day was seeing, you saw Shloyma with the Baba, with the grandmother. Beautiful, beautiful. I told, I told Mrs. Naftali Horowitz, Naftali Horowitz, his mom is a big tzaddik. She's very intimidating. I'm very intimidated from her. She's a big, a very, very big person. Naftali Horowitz's mom. There's a reason she has Naftali and Benji. Incredible human being. But I told Naftali, the, his grandmother came. And she's an older lady, and she said, the rap was wonderful. So I said, any grandmother who could like rap, that's why you have special grandchildren. <laughs> she said, the rap was wonderful. That's impressive. She's from a different gen- She did not grow up on rap music. Us guys grew up on this. Listen, we grew up with NF playing in our cribs, so we could say rap too. She's a, she's a grandmother. She said the rap was beautiful. I said, that's why you have beautiful grandchildren. I was, I'm very moved when somebody could like see another person's perspective. I called up and she became the, the grandmom, the yeshiva. Once she said the rap was beautiful, I made all the guys who having baseball catches. I stopped it all. All the frizzy, everybody had to come up and greet grandma. Any older lady could say the rap was beautiful, you're officially the grandma of the yeshiva. That, that, like, that really won me over. I was very, very moved. To watch yesterday Yosef Sandler with his mishpach, with his sister, the prayer. Delightful, delightful, delightful. A guy convinced his family, convinced the sibling to come. It's going to be geschmack for you. That's a person that's, who's embraced his world. His world, I have a felt. You embrace your world. Figure it out. Deal with it. We speak a lot of the sugya. We've studied a lot about codependency. That's like the heck of somebody who's busy out of his world, trying to get from somebody things that's supposed to be figured out in your world. Work out the relationships. Except to watch always for years, I was like a Pesach to spend with Chaimel and his mother. The respect Chaim has for his mother, the kibbutzim. Kibbut is not, kibbut is maisa, there's action, there's deeper. The Iker kibbut is up here. Chaim Guri has real kibbut for his mother. There's, the the Chayadim says, Iker kibbut is b'machshava. Kibbut is not what you, there's what you say and what you do, but it's how you view. Chaim has kibbut aim. Respects, a, a profound respect for his mama. If I would ask him, he'd say, obviously she's amazing, he's right. But that's the key of keep it aim. So Chaim would say, yeah, my case is easy because he has such keep it aim. To watch people like living their worlds and embracing their worlds 
you make a yeshiva for that reason. That's, we designed the yeshiva as a place that people get honest and embrace their world. At the end of the year, the siyumim guys thank their parents. That's part of the journey of my felt, my situation. My tata, my mama, the originators, the creators of my world are my parents. Then he goes to his siblings. So I wanted to thank the guys yesterday for creating a magical world. I thank Momo that you made a song on Ma'ara Surum Shamat and then sang it. Gorgeous. That was like exact. Oh, if the guys don't mind, we've only done it three times in the last two days, but I'm going to ask Yasef Chaim, I won't do this every day. But if I ask one last time, I need one last time for today. <laughs> but I, I need Yasef Chaim one more time. Do you mind one more time, Yasef Chaim? The voice is okay? Reb Mech is here. He didn't get to hear the first three times. Chaim, you'll join in. Chaim, you'll join in. Chaim, where's the Chevra? Arya, you'll join in. Johnny, you'll join in. Chevra, join in. Join in. Everybody should see Malas the good part of their friends, Veloichis friends, not the negative. It's a feeling of Melech Melejez.
words are from the Noyim Elimelech, Rabbi Elimelech Milizhensk. And the words he says, Shemira Kolech, it's a prayer to Hashem. Me'as Chasidim, many Chasidim say it before they daven. Shemira Kolech, on Malas Chavereinu. We should all see the good things of our friends, Veloy Chesreinus, and not the negative. They pray we should see good in another person, and that is Chesreinus. Shenedaber Kolechod, Bederech Ayashar Varatsi, we should speak about each other in a straight and way that Hashem likes. And not chas v'shalom. There shouldn't be any sin There shouldn't be any hatred and negativity one towards another. Beautiful prayer from Rebbe Melech Milushinsk. Thank you, Sefchayim. Gorgeous, gorgeous. We'll give you Belineder a break till Sunday. The alumni are coming. You have my word. I won't ask in Belineder. I didn't say you can't ask. <laughs> I won't ask Israel until Sunday. The alumni come. There should definitely be a rendition of Adra, but that's obvious. Beautiful, beautiful. They do have a guitar now, right? I mean, you could do Adra with the guitars. It's a good question. They probably tried. I imagine, I imagine, I imagine. Rabbi Say, let's go to second, let's, let's get busy with second Seder. I do want to say, I want to I ask the Hebra. I want to ask anybody who's in touch with alumni, the guys who have siblings and brother-in-laws and friends, on Sunday we're going to try Beis HaShem to bring, I want to try to get a lot of alumni to come. On Sunday is going to be a gorgeous day.